Hello, everybody, and welcome to How Do You Hustle with Cami Dimitrova, a podcast where I interview comedians about their day jobs. That is right. We are here. It's another episode. Oh, welcome back. You know, thanks for listening. What a dream. What a dream. Um, boy, oh boy, do we have an amazing episode this week. Uh, we have the one and only Sarah Smallwood Parsons. Uh, heard of her? I bet you have. I bet you have. I mean, this person literally needs no introduction, but since, uh, this podcast is formatted in a way where there's an introduction, I'm going to do it. All right. So, um, Sarah is a performer and a writer at UCB. Uh, she is a director for the characters program there alongside Eric. Fuhrer. She teaches classes. She is a filmmaker as well. She's created a bunch of web series. Uh, She's currently in production uh, for a pilot that she wrote called Forgotten Animals, which we'll talk more about at the end uh, of the podcast. She also wrote uh, the song in every musical that no one likes, which is a YouTube video of a character that she performed live at UCB that is now uh, going viral. No big deal. Almost has a million views. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. She was also on JFL New Faces in 2018. She worked for Above Average. She's just done it all. Um, and in this episode, we talk about a few things. We talk about uh, how she got fired from her first day job in New York. Um, she talked about how she got started as a stand-up in Connecticut and how she found her way to characters and her love for characters. Uh, we talk about her JFL experience, of course. And uh, we also talk about what it's like having a partner who has the same career goals and how they balance that. Um, folks, it's a good one. All right. So without further ado, Sarah Smallwood Parsons. So my day job is technically teaching comedy. Yeah. So okay. very cool day job. <laughs> technically, such a cool day job. <laughs> the heck. Um. So yeah, you had the wrong person on your podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's really a night job more, but sure, I sure. Uh, yeah I teach character and sketch pretty much every night of the week. Wow. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, a lot. Wow. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, I'll do like commercials from time to time. But yeah, I'm I'm at the point now where my hobby is like kind of my day job. That is freaking amazing! Thank I think you. you're the first guest I've had that is is in your position, which field, is, which yeah. is in your field. I yeah. mean, trust me, I've been. Oh, I mean, yeah. I had a I had an office job for three and a half years when there I moved here, where I literally my job was like calling radio stations to update their email address oh, um God. like thousands of them that was my job Jesus. <laughs> there's nothing better than just calling someone and being like is it lj <laughs> like what is it truly even yeah. because they were like do we work with you and and we didn't necessarily work with all of them i worked oh, like a distribution co- it was weird it's like the middleman between the people who makes the commercials and the people <laughs> the people who makes the commercials <laughs> and the people who and like the networks it's like the it's like the person who I don't know gets it from A to C. It truly sure. makes no sense. Sure, um, sure. But yeah, I would have to contact radio stations, and they'd be like, "Do we work with you?" And I'd be like, "No, but you could someday. Can I have your email address?" Um, They're like, "No." Yeah. And then once I finished the whole database of them, I got fired. <laughs> oh, what? You um, got fired? I did. But or, or like, where they were like, "Oh, thanks for your work. You're let go." Or 
it was like a whole thing. It was like it was like I got an intern to help me call the thousands of radio stations, and then oh. uh, he and I got pretty close. And then uh, one day I said, kind of off the cuff, like, "Oh God, I hate my job." And then he went and told his friend in HR that no. I said I hate my job. And then my manager pulled me into his office and said, "I heard you hate your job." Uh, <laughs> and then Brutus. I got this. <laughs> what the hell? Truly, um, oh, yeah. not cool. And then he too brute. He took my job, but honestly, you oh, can have it. Oh, my God. Honestly, you're fucking thriving now. So thriving. Yeah, yeah. Unemployment changed my <laughs> life. <laughs> changed my life. Okay, okay. So you, so right now you're like, you feel like your dream and job has sort of like, you know, come together in this way. A little bit, yes. A little bit, yes. Um, and before that, though, you were definitely like, you, you like you said, you were, had a day job that was unrelated, calling radio stations for three years. Three and a half years. Three and a half oh, years yeah. at that I mean, job. I did other stuff yeah. with them, too. They'd bring me to Vegas sometimes for, like, <laughs> expos. Sick. Um, but it, it took me a little bit to kind of realize that I was just there because I was, like, a pretty-ish oh. girl. Oh, awkward, awkward. To hang out with clients. Oh, Who'd God. put their hand on my leg? No. Um, I tell you what. Uh, all of that must stop. Mm-hmm. All of that must stop immediately. But I did God. stay in some nice-ass hotels. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where now if I go in a hotel that's not like the best hotel, I'm like, oh, this place is a freaking dump. <laughs> You're like, maybe I'll go back to Colin radio stations. Interesting. Um, interesting, interesting. Um, okay, did you, and when did you move to New York? I moved to New York uh, very end of 2012. 2012. Mm. Okay, and what year is it? It's 2020. So you've been here for eight years. About, yes. So when you first got here, you probably had a whole slew of other stuff you were doing when I first got here, I moved here to do stand-up. What? Yes. No uh, freaking way. Um, I was a stand-up in Connecticut for a bit. Okay. Um, did those uh, did those casinos over there, Little Mohegan Sun. Oh, my uh, God. Action was fun. And then, yeah, I moved here to do stand-up, and then I found out about UCB, which I didn't, like, realize that every single celebrity I love went to an improv school. I didn't know sure. truly what that was. Um, and so, yeah, I just dumped stand-up kind of right then and there but that's why i moved here wow yeah. i did not know that know. and how long were you doing stand-up before you like two years like two years ish. okay here yeah. in the city uh in connecticut, in connecticut. about two years okay. i was like one of like three women that was at the <laughs> mics which was fun yeah all my material was very like geared toward men because they were the only ones that were there <laughs> laughing um it was sure. very self-deprecating right. all my humor so i would never do any of my material ever again i don't think uh, right. my mom loved it oh um but yeah wow okay and then you moved to new york to do stand-up and then you found out about ucb and mm-hmm. you were like whoa all these people that i freaking love did this thing maybe i'll try it out yeah and i did like the whole improv program in like a year uh-huh. um and then i kind of dropped that when i realized that sketch was way more fun and i did that for a couple years did boogie manja right um and then i took a character class and i was like fuck sketch and so i did <laughs> can i say fuck i can say fuck right okay great <laughs> <laughs> this is a family program this is a um, family show fuck 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 uh, uh and then yeah i'm just very like kind of one track minded i guess sure um, sure yes i went full character and you went full character yeah. you went improv sketch character yeah stand up improv sketch character you just d- tried it all. Yeah. And then at and the now end, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're done. And thank you so much. <laughs> That's the end. That's the end. I'm out of things. So <laughs> yeah, I tried it all. We'll have to just invent a new uh, medium for you to, uh, to try. 
Um, cool. Okay. Um, I kind of want to dive into a little bit how you decided to transition from improv to sketch to characters. Mm. Um, like what sort of drove you to try those things and like, was it easy for you to transition in and out? Cause I know some people have trouble doing that cause they're very much like, Oh, this thing is like kind of the most popular thing like improv, you know? So maybe I'll stick to it and like audition 11 times until I get it. You know, like what made you decide to sort of jump ship quickly and, and mm. experiment? And stuff? Um, I, so I took the whole improv program at UCB in a, within a year. And then I, uh, went right into my first advanced study and it was right before Lloyd auditions. Yep. Yep. And my teacher at the time was the AD, um, and started the class by saying, let's be honest, this isn't a class this is me wanting to see some advanced students before auditions whoa, which whoa. was a nightmare oh my God. <laughs> um, no pressure so be great yeah so the entire class was everyone like watching out for themselves and no one stepping into scenes that were failing to help oh. because they didn't want to be a part of it it was that is a bummer truly the it was a, an awful four week uh or eight week four week I think it was just a four week class honestly but mm-hmm. it was just it was horrible and it really kind of turned me off to the whole thing fair, honestly fair, fair. that'll do um, it that'll do it so yeah I think I went and took a after that I took an improv class at one of the other uh theaters in New York just to kind of like shake that off and then yeah and then I just kind of went into sketch and you just decided to you were like I'll try it why yeah, not I was just like you know what I didn't get online so bad <laughs> um <laughs> yeah did so you auditioned I think I auditioned once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you were like, cool, going to try something Yeah, cool. Thanks thanks for everything. I don't know. I think um, (laughs) think I'm somewhere where it's like, if it doesn't happen right away, I'm like, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm good. Mm, Unless I'm, I mean, honestly, I like, this is going to sound like a brag. It's not a brag. But the first time I ever did like legit did like a stand up open mic in Connecticut, I just like decided to do it. Yeah. Um, Drove to New Hampshire for some reason because it was like the first open mic I found. I went up. I just did a set and then I won like funniest of the night or something. Something. and I was like okay I'll do this for a while that's what's up <laughs> if right? I don't get instant gratification <laughs> I'm not doing it I will not I'm um, not a hard worker um <laughs> yeah right I am a hard worker but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but um yeah and so then I went into sketch I think there's a lot of the same I'm glad I took improv first I think there's a lot of the same principles at sure. least with like you know game style like sketch and improv and characters and stuff um so I definitely think they like uh uh they helped each other and I didn't find it super difficult to transition yeah so it's not like you were like improv or bust you were like comedy or bust which is great so then you were yeah. like oh well i'm gonna if this does if this doesn't work out i'm just gonna try something yeah, else. I was just trying out my options just trying out your options yeah. that's great and then you did sketch yeah great For a couple years of boogie it was okay fun. you were a writer i was uh an actor oh and then also i was on a um video sketch team called tos comedy which was um I was invited by Adrian Frimpong, mm-hmm. who I had taken, I think, Sketch 101 with mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. one point. And um, two years later, he was like, be a part of this video team, uh, brought together all these different people from his life. And then we became like instant best friends and made all of this cool. uh, sketch video content. So cool. I was kind of doing those two things simultaneously. So writing and writing acting. and performing. Yeah. And then um, you moved over to characters. Yes. Great. Cool. And the same idea. You were like, I'm just going to try it. Yeah, I took character one on one with Frank Garcia Hale. Got I was way too into it. I Ugh. literally would meet with like friends or coaches before I brought my homework <laughs> in. <laughs> like that, I was like, like, I have to impress <laughs> this person. Um, yeah, I really that and I was like, so no, funny. this is this is it. This is like. <laughs> This is the form where I'm like, oh, everything's kind of clicking. Really? I have like full control. 
Um, if it fails, it's all my fault. If it succeeds, it's 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 uh, all me. Mostly because of me. It just yeah. feels really good. Yeah, that makes sense because it's kind of like sketch meets stand up. You know, where it's like it's a kinda. Do you know? I never thought about. Uh, that. Excuse me. Excuse me. I Hello. mean, yeah, kinda, because it's like you're, you know, you're a you're a solo performer, but then you're also doing like a charactery type of like more unusual premise than stand up. Like stand up, you pull from your own personal life. I mean, you do for characters too, but it's sort of like yeah. more exaggerated or whatever. I think I'm just a control freak, and I like to just oh, control over listen, the whole thing. Me too. Mm. I love control. I love it. <laughs> I love control. I think I sing in every episode okay uh <laughs> so i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing i find it to be a little annoying but i can't stop yeah i think our energies are very solar <laughs> so this whole episode is gonna be like guess I can guess. will they ever stop <laughs> they're like pump yeah turn it up um cool okay so characters i mean i feel like i don't i would love to know the timeline of your like trajectory and characters because mm. I feel like I like I feel like as soon as I like found out about you or started like knowing who you were I felt like you were already like but like crushing it so how long do you think it took you to like you from your first class with Frank to then like sort of crushing it at characters welcome and all that so I took class with Frank I was like this is what I want to do I prepped really really hard for my characters welcome audition I didn't get a I got that cool. email that's like, come back in six months because we like you. Okay. Uh, it's an email they, I think, used to send. Yeah. Uh, so I came back. I got on. I was on it for two cycles, which at the time was all you could do. Yes. Um, and then I was about to take, um, oh, actually, somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> so my first cycle I was on. And then my second cycle, um, Eric Fuhrer mm-hmm. joined the team. So I was on the team with Eric Fuhrer. Cool. Um, and Eric Fuhrer asked me if I wanted to join him in teaching these character workshops that he had done for a long time at Reckless before yes. it totally imploded. Yes. Um, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. So we started teaching those while being on Characters Welcome. And then when it came time that I was supposed to leave the team and Eric was auditioning for his second round on the team, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Hartney became was becoming the AD, okay. no longer could coach the team and was thinking who, which two people should wow. take the team over. And given that Eric and I were already directing these workshops together um, it for a long out. time at that point, it, it worked out. Holy shit. And um, what year? Just timing. So what year is this? I like have 20? a really bad, <laughs> yeah, I have a really I mean, bad concept of time. So this is like, like don't what, even 2018? Think I can tell you. It was it's 2018 for sure. It was yeah because it was it was really weird because my my dad died a couple of years ago and then I'm the sorry. the year following that oh my god you should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank I was actually waiting for you to you're like I'm here well you didn't pause for me to say anything <laughs> you just sort of kept going um, <laughs> but post that happening was one of the best creative years of my life which wow. was which was very weird also made me feel very spiritual about the whole thing of like he was my biggest fan so I was like maybe he's sending me these wonderful things holy moly um but yeah it would have been about then because that's kind of when it all happened sure, became sure, the, sure. yeah became the director of characters welcome got um onto jfl the just for last festival <laughs> yeah. for characters um became a teacher like it all happened in the span of like a year and i and i was just there half enjoying it yeah <laughs> I mean, were you, how the hell were you feeling emotionally? Cause so like, bizarre. Confusing. So bizarre. Um, we're like, yeah, you're experiencing like the biggest tragedy loss of my life. Yes. And <laughs> right. 
<laughs> and all of these incredible accomplishments yeah. at once. It was life is insane like that. It was right? crazy. Right. It was truly crazy. So how are you dealing? Like, what are you? I mean, he was again, he was like my truly biggest fan was just like constantly being like if I, if I was ever like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm not I can't get an agent. Da, 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 my dad would be like, Sarah, you're going to be you're going to be the most famous person in the world. Like, you just <laughs> say it like it's just a fact. Like, what are you even talking about? Um, <laughs> I truly had someone who would just like I could do no wrong would pop me up at every moment. And after losing them, I was like, OK, well, now who's going to do this for me? <laughs> uh, who's going to step up? Uh, <laughs> Let's go. You're like holding auditions. Who will be? Yeah, truly. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so very, very, very weird mix of like, oh, this is something I really, really wanted and I got it. And oh, the w- truly one person, first person I would want to call and, sure. and tell about it. Oh, I God. can't. I know it was very strange. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was also great because it was a great distraction. Um, True. To have a lot going on maybe that's um, what the universe was doing you know what i mean yeah like i truly think my i'm not a religious person yeah. i was raised with no religion but i truly was like oh yeah my dad's just like sending me nice stuff for to sure help me, like get through it i mean eric and i also started dating a month before my dad died jesus um and like stayed with me for like three days when it happened because like, i had a weird family things going on at the time and didn't really want to go home you never know how you're gonna feel in that situation you never. like yeah 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 i was like oh no i want to be in my house i think i painted my windowsill i was like i want to paint my windowsill <laughs> and eric was like okay <laughs> let's paint um let's paint great i just started painting things i truly started painting things i ruined a lot of really nice picture frames <laughs> being like this needs to be white now um don't know what this metaphor is but i'm painting things white um <laughs> You're just like losing it. You're like, I'm painting. But ah. had I not started dating him a month before that, I'm like, I don't know how that, how that right. those three days would have gone. I don't know where I would have, I w- it would have been totally different. Um, sure. Sure. Like having that support system there. Yeah. Sure. So a lot, a lot kind of lined up before and after it happened that uh, gave me a lot of like support and all that stuff. So, wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. But that was a very weird year as far as everything. Like I, I literally messaged um, the person who runs classes. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to name names. Uh, <laughs> not on this podcast. <laughs> it's not even a bad thing. But I emailed I, I emailed the person who runs like, classes yeah. at UCB um, while I was in my second um, in my second round of Characters Welcome and teaching those workshops. And I was like, hey, I'm teaching workshops. I've been on Characters Welcome for two, for two um, rounds. Yeah. I would really love to start teaching at the theater. And I essentially got an email back that was like, if if you were ready to teach, I would like, no, I would know who you are basically. And I was like, okay, that's fair. And then as soon as I became wow. a director of characters, welcome, I got an email that was like, Hey, do you want to teach <laughs> in the theater? <laughs> and you're like, cause now, yeah. now you'll sell classes. So. <laughs> now you know who I am. I was like, well, look who came crawling back. Um, <laughs> well, 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 if it is an unnamed classes director, um, they literally don't need me. So. <laughs> Uh, Eric said the other day, he's like, do you know what the crazy thing is? Is that if we stopped doing things that used to be, um, do you know what happened to used to be? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, everything's fine. Well, I feel like that makes sense to like check yourself like that where it's like, because I can feel, I can imagine that it is a lot of pressure to like both be a director and a teacher. I feel like a lot of people look up to you guys being like, oh my gosh, or you all, sorry. Like just being like, wow, you guys are... (laughs) It's I weird. I can't stop saying you guys. You all are. You um, folks. You I, folks. I go folks now. 
I, I like yes. folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. You folks are the, yeah, sort of like leaders of this thing. It's um, very weird. Yeah. Yeah. So how is, I mean, how does, how is that? Like, what is it like being in that position? I mean, it's very, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a really good painter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I try to, as much as possible, be how like Frank was for me, mm. which was like super, super encouraging. Yeah. Um, about it I try to be how Eric was for me when Eric was on the team um I was just like a fan and I would talk to him after shows and stuff and he wouldn't do anything creepy which was a rarity (laughs) (laughs) he would talk to me about my characters but not simultaneously hit on me which I really appreciated get out of here um yeah I try to I don't know I just try to I try to um give people notes when I can or sure. or coach for free if I can afford it or it is very weird to it's it's just weird yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I can imagine that for sure um but I guess that does circle back to this idea of like sort of self-soothing in a way that's like everything's gonna be okay you know mm. even if we weren't in this position like everything's gonna be fine you know it's not life or death I mean yes like there is this you know sense of accountability and, you know, this sort of like sense of duty, you know, mm. but I think that it sounds like you both have a really good head on your shoulders. Be like, you know what? It's fine. If it doesn't work out, it's fine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yes. there is a part of me that is like, I truly am. So my ent- whole entire life is so connected. Right. To you. It is truly so connected to yeah. UCB. Um, I am also in this weird place where like, I'm, f- I'm just, sort of, I'm very happy with where, I'm at like it it does feel really it really helps my self-esteem to know that people do like respect my opinion Mm -hmm. when it comes to this thing that I've like worked really hard to get good at um that definitely feels really good um it feels really amazing to just be a part of a community where like I can I can there are a few spaces I can go to where I know I will run into at least 10 people who are gonna say hi to me like especially in this city I feel like that's so invaluable Mm -hmm. that I just like have a community um I get to do uh, some shows that I really like like I I feel very I don't know I feel very lucky right now almost to the point where I'm like the idea of like getting to the next step is actually like a little (laughs) terrifying and I'm like you can wait a little bit if you want like (laughs) you can give me a little more time (laughs) 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 which is not how I should feel I should be like I need to be on a tv show right Mm. now but um I am really enjoying well that's I think that just speaks to the fact that you enjoy the process yeah and not the end result right I mean you like the end result being like fame or something that's sort of like ephemeral and doesn't just does has no meaning you know like you're you seem to value the actual process and the writing and working with people and like that's like I feel like the most important thing and I just feel like I just feel like we're gonna look back and um be like oh that was one of the best times yes. of my life um I definitely feel like this will be one of the times I look back on like that so I really want to like enjoy it I yeah. just feel like so many famous people are so miserable <laughs> it really know. messes with my mind <laughs> truly where I'm like eh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like a little bit. Yeah, I definitely feel like that's true. Um, I mean, some people get into a really dark path where it's like, yeah, I feel yeah. lonely or whatever. And it's like fame fucks them up. So why? 
I understand why you're hesitant to sort of get to that step, just even a, though it feels like it's sort of like. I mean, I want sense. it. I want. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're, I um, want uh, it. Um, I want it. Yeah. I do want it. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting. It feels like famous, like this, like a, a ton of people loving you on a really surface level, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which I don't think is the same as like. Yeah, you know, people really loving you. Having wow, a I'm real really com- getting. <laughs> no, I love getting it. Getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having a real community. Yeah. Um, cool. Did you um, diving into your past a little bit? Um, were you always a performer, like from a young age? Did you know you wanted to do arts and that stuff? Yeah, <laughs> I did plays and stuff when I was younger, yeah. and then. Um, I did stand up at my 16th birthday party. You do you remember any jokes? Uh, I think it was all it was all like storytelling about my dad uh-huh. who uh yeah, just gave me a lot of material. <laughs> I don't remember the jokes. I don't remember the jokes specifically. Um I do remember that everyone had to listen because it was my birthday. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to like Hello. <laughs> the audience was on my side to say the least. Um and then I did it again at my high school senior talent show and it was all having to do with like my school. It was all like um uh, hey, have you ever noticed? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever noticed that the office is the only air conditioned room in the building? It's like I'm just inventing reasons to go in there, like pretty much. <laughs> Uh, like observational <laughs> like i love it what's the deal with the ac in the office truly i talked to my mom about it recently Ooh. and i was like yeah it's like was i good and my mom was like well no but you were so brave oh my <laughs> god you know what you're i met your mom after one of the shows i think it was our best of show and yeah. she was just like beaming with pride she was like sarah is so brave she used the word brave again i was she's like she's yeah. a character yeah yeah, and yeah she was an actor in new york in the 70s she, so she was knows what it's all about yeah oh my god okay. my parents met yeah really mm-hmm. was your father also involved at all in the arts? no my dad was uh restoring uh like historic buildings in what? new york at the time yeah he was a mason oh my god yeah cool um yeah. And they and they um where were you born in New York or uh, no I was born in Hartford Connecticut Hartford Connecticut yeah okay so that's why you were there doing stand up yeah got it yes, so yes, you were yes. born in Connecticut and yeah. then you went away for college or yeah I went to University of Connecticut um I auditioned for the acting program but I did not prepare <laughs> very <laughs> okay. well and I didn't get in uh so <laughs> I was like ah oh, well um uh I wanted to go to that school because it was much cheaper it was like okay. in state great um. So I went for art instead because I was always like, kind of good at art in high oh, school. Like um, actual painting and drawing. Yeah, really? like fine arts. Okay. Um, and then I just made a bunch of funny things. I just made funny paintings. And wow. I had a cartoon in the newspaper for four years. So I was just like basically trying to be a comedian. But I, I was an art major. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Were you... Um so, so you were always funny doing stand-up sounds like from an early age. Sort always of pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and did you do theater in high school? Yeah, I was in like Bye Bye Birdie okay. and You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Oh, God. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and singing too. You're a singer. Yeah, I I sang um I sang classical music in high school. Uh, almost thought I would do that in college. I am a, truly like something I really want to work on right now is I really want to be in like a folk duo. Oh, that's like truly one of my big dreams is yeah. I want to find someone in New York that 
I can sing beautiful little harmonies with. Oh my god! If anyone's I... listening, <laughs> yeah, seriously, please reach out. Yeah, I'll text you after uh, this fucking podcast. <laughs> Jesus, we live next door to each other. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. Wait. Wait. Oh yeah. <laughs> wait. Okay. Wait, hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come over there and hit. Okay. Um, that was our first song. Wow. <laughs> it's it called all Han. started. Here. It's called Han. It all started here, and you guys now can witness it. Um, um yeah so i sang and then i was in an acapella group for four years of course in college which You've probably what stopped me from transferring to a school to do what i actually wanted to do sure. um is that i found again this like cool community of friends uh, and there's s- nothing like an acapella i too i too acapella you too? i too acapella what was the name of your group apc rhythm don't ask me what it stands for no nobody idea? knows yeah great. um but it was they're still my some of my best friends from oh, college. Oh, great. Yeah. 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 It's a great way to find community. For yeah, sure. For sure. Um, cool. So you did that in college as well. Yeah. Sang there. But you were also painting funny paintings. Painting funny, <laughs> painting funny paintings. Great. And living it up. Um, mm. How would you describe yourself as a student? Were you like a, Were you like an overachiever? Were you like, yeah, I'll get yeah. by? I, yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I went to one of those schools where you have to take math and science and stuff in the first year, which I think is insane, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely was like, I have to get good grades in these classes. Looking back, I was like, you did not have to get good grades <laughs> in those classes. No. Everyone gets the same degree whether you got a's or c's let <laughs> me tell like, you um right. you could have just concentrated on the art classes but no i am someone that like I, I do feel like i need to get not perfect grades i'm definitely not an a student but i need to get good good grades yeah. ish grades yeah. <laughs> good um grades. but a lot of it's personality i get by on personality quite a bit <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah i identify yeah. with that charm <laughs> the pants off all my teachers they're like all right <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i think they i think they yeah added a couple points um, <laughs> <For> <laughs> I love that. I um, also took bullshit, bullshit um, general classes in college. It's going to make UConn sound so bad. I took problem solving, which was literally <laughs> like riddles. My math class was riddles. Um, no oh. joke. I took a geology <laughs> class and the teacher was on, on another planet uh-huh. to the point where um, one day she brought in a globe and she put a birthday hat on it. And she was like, no one knows what day the earth was born. So I've decided today is the earth's birthday. And then we took a test and everyone had their book out uh, on their lap. And that's how that class went. <laughs> she just didn't. She was on another planet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that sounds super fun, but also ridiculous. Ridiculous that I paid a thousand dollars for that for oh. the first birthday party, but correct, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Strange, strange, strange. Yeah. Um, when you were also sort of like in your formative years, did you have any like uh, idols or people you looked up to? Were you like transcribing SNL or like did you have any moments like that? Where you're like, I knew this was for me. I am not one of those people who was like, I've known I want to be on SNL since I was 10 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and whenever anybody asked me about. I obsessed about things a little bit when I was younger, but I don't have really have a favorite anything, if that makes sense. Like, sure. I don't have a favorite band, a favorite movie, a favorite book, a favorite... Like, I would say, like, one of my favorite bands is The Civil Wars, but if you asked me the names of the people in it, I could not tell you. hundred um, percent. So, I don't... Re- I never really know how to answer that question. I just like doing the things I like to do. Yeah, and sure. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Don't... But no, I wasn't like, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't really idolize anyone. I don't know. Sure. You just sort of like absorb stuff. Yeah. And ma- yeah. Form your yes. opinions about just it. Just a little spot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, so now, great. Moved to New York. Um, mm. How was that? 
by the way, moving to New York. <sighs> Long story. Okay. okay. So I was in a relationship. <gasps> relationship. In Karnataka. Uh, long term. Okay, I'll stop. Um, and we were supposed to move here together. Oh my! God. Uh, we were gonna live separately though. And oh. um, were you living together there? No, we were living separate. And we were like, we're not ready to move in. But we both want to move to New York. We were both stand ups. And how long um, were you dating? Couple years, maybe. Okay, I think. from college. Uh, from met met doing mics met, met doing, doing open mics. mics. He was it. a musical comedian. Cute, cute. Okay, quirky, um, little quirky, little quirky, little quirky. Um, and we were both supposed to move here at the same time. His apartment fell through, and mine did not. So oh. I moved here, um, thinking he would still follow. And then after I was all moved in, he was like, "I don't." I was like, "You gonna come visit? You gonna come stay with me?" And he was like, "Ah." No. no, I didn't have a job or anything, so I was like, "What's happening?" Uh, so he ended up breaking up with me. So I was in New York, and no. I didn't know anyone, and I didn't have a job. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, <laughs> and he just—he w- just went. I'm not coming. He was just like, we just had like a fight. And we like broke. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna come visit," and I just didn't. I was like, "You could come here and you could go do the mics and stuff." I don't know what happened, but. Do we you know? Yeah. yeah. You don't know what mm-hmm. happened. Not really. Just all of a sudden he was like, no. Nope. All of a sudden he was like, no. Um, he, what, like what age range? Early 20s for him? Yeah. We were like 22 maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Okay. So a 22 year old boy kind of was we, we like. We were babies. Yeah. Was um, like, okay. Okay. I mean that kind of maybe, maybe makes sense. He was like a younger but yeah god i hope he doesn't listen to this <laughs> oh god <laughs> sorry we're really going in um uh, yeah yeah but yeah i moved in with another stand-up who um had moved from connecticut who was very charming and then turned out to um be i don't know did drugs and stuff oh, and one shit. time he came home and like was throwing was throwing like bags of glass bottles at my door what? and threatening me and it was really it was really scary and weird and then immediately apologized for it um and then like uh uh 2 weeks later I realized he had like moved out without telling me what um yeah cuz we didn't see each other very much right. we were like doing our own things and yeah I like look un- looked under his door and there was just like trash on the ground and no furniture and he had just kind of pieced oh my uh, god stuck me with a rat it was yep. crazy did you try to contact him were you like what where are you where are you and he <laughs> was just like yeah i left and I was oh, like, yeah, okay. oh no shit <laughs> oh no shit um, <laughs> yeah this guy's still blue pal where are you so Jesus. yeah i was doing mics at the time um and got that office job and then my ex uh ended up did end up moving no. to uh to close to the city and we reconnected <sighs> and then when my roommate peaced he moved in with me wow uh-huh. oh. uh, i took him back i'm very oh, weak uh. <laughs> i'm very weak uh-huh <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, no, no, no. Not weak, not weak. We've all not. been there. We've all been there. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. Yeah, so we lived together there for a bit. Um, and then, yeah, broke up again. Mm-hmm. And then I did Just the like uh, uh, conscious uncoupling. Or <laughs> no, it was truly, yeah. We were both like, unconsciously, I've uncoupled from you. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we broke up for... We actually broke up because I was... Uh, 
because I was into one of my improv coaches who ended up um, kind of like really manipulating Ooh. me and it was a really horrible experience. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, I left my boyfriend for them. Oh, and my God. And then, yeah, found out they were like, found out they were essentially like sleeping with me and then going and talking to their ex-girlfriend about it and they were making fun of me. And what? Yeah, it was like a whole thing. Sarah, it truly was awful. awful. It truly was awful. That is yeah. awful. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was truly manipulated. Oh it was really my terrible. God. Yeah, I was gaslighted and manipulated and I ended up meeting up with the girlfriend. <sighs> girlfriend God. at one point for a drink. And oh, like cool. <laughs> you were both like, this person sucks yeah pretty much <laughs> but she she knew what was going on so i don't know why it was so nice but yeah that happened so oh my it god wasn't I'm like, so sorry. it wasn't to the point where i was like i'm gonna report this person to anyone but yeah i was definitely like yeah oh there's definitely god. a power dynamic there that was fucking in the yeah they're not fire. very popular <laughs> 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 they don't have the best reputation it definitely which felt good. good to now be like sitting on audition panels Ooh. and being like hi bitch um <laughs> hi you're not Papa. really around anymore <laughs> um i do have a voicemail on my phone of them apologizing to me which i'm, I'm gonna hold on to for the rest of my life really <laughs> yeah just when you want to feel empowered just be like yeah. yes haha yep. <laughs> God, yeah. I just I think I was in 201 at the time. I had like just joined the community and it was like my indie teens and, coach. And you know, and that's when they pounce because mm. it's like, oh, a young woman who wants to learn, like you're like super eager, you want to oh, like yeah. absorb everything you can and learn from people. I thought they like, were beloved in the community and it oh, turns out they truly were not. I'm um, so sorry that's But yeah, awful. they've asked me, yeah, they've asked me to like I want to apologize to me in person. They've I've definitely I'm definitely in a position now where I could be like Hey, this thing at the time it was like I'm in no I don't want to be known as that in the community do you know what I mean I was like I want to make a I want to make a name for myself in the community and um not really not really kind of just dropping it totally Mm -hmm. I've always found to a lot of times be the best thing ever like Mm -hmm. I'm just like I just don't have any time for that mental time for that yep 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 ever again yep yeah and now but now you feel like empowered you're in like a obviously a position of yeah power now i forget that like even happened most of the oh well that's <laughs> i mean that's honestly that's great yeah um, i'm like whatever yeah geez i'm so sorry that happened but jesus rising like a phoenix you learn from the fucking ashes you live you like, learn ah! <laughs> i'll show you mofo <laughs> oh god men step it up i mean truly every set i mean i just did a i just did a gig where i played a bride Yes, um, I saw that. In a commercial. I saw was, that. Was, that was it was insane. Oh, they, I I'm literally had a wedding. It was bizarre. <laughs> to get on set, I had to walk down the aisle while a harp player was playing. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, this is my wedding." You're um, like, "Where's Eric?" <laughs> but while I was there, like all day long, it was like, <sighs> thankfully no one touched me inappropriately, but um oh, uh all day long it was like one crew guy was like as a joke was like, "Hey, uh do your parents know you're pregnant and i was like i'm sorry what and he was like do your parents know it's a shotgun wedding was their idea of a joke and i was like i remember when i've never spoken to you (laughs) remember when we've i right who what's going on and then i went to lunch and (sighs) i had to wear the veil still at lunch i changed out of the dress but the veil was like intertwined in my hairdo Uh um and i'm sitting there and someone i have never spoken to one of the guys on set goes hey don't eat too much you got to fit in the dress what and i was like i'm gonna eat as much as i would like to the fuck oh and they think they're being funny and charming and and it's like oh god and that's what you know it's like an all-male crew and they're probably they're you know they're just like grandfathered in there i'm sure it was like an older gentleman or both maybe i don't know 
but just it's clueless. I clueless and like another generation. And it's like, I get that, but it's like, lay off. Like, God. I was even on a set where like the guy, it was, it was in a commercial and the guy was, um, uh, it was like an older gentleman who was actually like the, f- turned out to be a, a, a father of a friend of someone else who was on set. And there were these makeup women, uh, the hair and makeup on set. And, um, one of the women just comes over and she was like, that guy just ca- called me a bitch. Just straight up, like jokingly was like, you bitch what? or something. And I was like, what? And we're in the middle of filming. And I'm like, can no. I do, you, can I say something? What? Like, but it's like in that situation, you're like, I just, I don't want to deal with like, they were like, I don't want to deal with it. No, like, none of us want to deal. Like we just want it to go away. Yes. We Which sucks because they, they don't pay for it. They pay nothing for it. I was on a set once where at the end of the day and it was non-union, so I couldn't do anything about it. At the end of the day, they were like, cool, we have this one last shot where you're going to be, um, uh, we're going to need you to hang, uh, 15 feet above the ground from this metal pole with no harness or anything. We just <laughs> need you to hang. And I was like, I'm sorry. And they were like, yeah, the last shot in the script, you fly through the ceiling. And I was like, that wasn't in the script. Uh, and I know you waited till the last shot to where everyone is waiting to go home so that I could not say I'm not comfortable with that. Wow. But I think in general, like, did you do it? Yeah, I did yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Because they were crew people who've been there <sighs> since six in the That's morning and they need to go home. <laughs> and then they need to go um, home. But yeah, I think in general, like, at least for me, um, as a woman, I like, I go into worst case scenarios in my head. Yes. I'm always like, okay, what's the best way this could go? And what's the worst way this could go? In, in all capacities, like mm. even in, even in like, um, uh, like physically intimate situations, if I'm like, this is really, we're really talking about some shit now, but, um, mm-hmm. if I'm in a situation where I'm like, I'm not really into this anymore. Uh, if I'm like, Hey, I'm actually not into this anymore. The best thing that can happen is we go our separate ways. The worst thing that can happen is it happens whether I want it to or not. So it's yes. like, would I rather have, would I rather have this thing happen that I maybe wasn't that into, but I had given my permission for, or would I rather have this thing happen without my permission? Oh Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yes. I just think in so many ways, we are like our brain is just immediately like how do I how do I protect myself in this situation and, and honestly in, in a lot of situations it's like not saying anything yeah not yeah. saying anything about the fact that somebody said something like a hundred percent because it's it like shouldn't be that way it but shouldn't but that is the that is the mindset for sure it's like how do I keep the peace and how do I soothe myself the most to like get through this very awkward and painful experience without like freaking the fuck out yeah um anyways back to your life jesus um but that i feel like that was nice to talk about but um back to your life okay so (laughs) um so you after you're like crushing um you get into ucb you're like oh i'll give this a try um you're crushing it in all capacities you end up directing you're teaching now at ucb you're Mm -hmm. directing characters welcome um, you also had, I remember, um, I kind of want to circle back to like your experiences outside of UCB that are also epic, like JFL, mm. for example, like what was that like? Great. Yeah. So JFL is like getting onto JFL is like a big goal for most character people. I yep. think it's a very, very cool opportunity. You get to go to Montreal, you perform in a 800 seat theater that is filled with like producers from SNL and agents and yeah reps from all the big tv networks and stuff um 
So I got on the weirdest way. I mean, people keep asking me like, uh, yeah, like what, what type of video do I put? And I'm like, so what's, what's supposed to happen is you're supposed to submit a live seven minute video. Then you're supposed to get an audition. Then you're supposed to get a callback and then you go or you don't go. How it went for moi Mm -hmm. is I submit a reel in front of a seamless (laughs) edited. Okay. Did not get an audition. Got a call back, <laughs> went. <laughs> like, okay, so it makes so, no sense. So you just take all the rules and you light them on Truly, fire. Truly, I'm like, just do you is <laughs> my only advice you. now because I'm like, I, I have oh. no idea. It's it, There's so many factors. Mm-hmm. I think my manager very much fought for me when I didn't get an audition. It was like, you're making a mistake. And so they gave me a callback. So I think I have him to thank for that. Great. Um, but yeah, well, it, the, it's so there's so many factors. It's not about killing it at yes. the audition at all. It's just not about that at all. No. Um, so you went it's really crazy. So I went. Um, and how was that? So you performed in Toronto did. In, the, in like the big theater in Montreal. In Montreal. I, I'm sorry, Montreal. How dare Toronto. you? <laughs> it's 2020, Cami. Uh, <laughs> oh, know the difference. Send um, me. Send me away. Okay. So yeah, I. Oh my god. It was the most stressful uh, and a very fun experience of okay. my life. Uh, when I arrived, it's like an hour and a half flight or something. It felt like it felt like a 10 hour flight. I arrived in my body. I was like, I have to lay down <laughs> excuse me, in bed. Everyone's like, let's go party tonight. And I was like, no, I absolutely cannot. I feel like I'm dying. Yeah. Um, so that was the first night. <laughs> um, they are infamously known for messing up your tech. Sure, sure. Um, yes, the heard theater, the, the, the tech system at that 800 seat theater is okay. Ready? <laughs> so there's a woman sitting in the front row who's wearing a little Bluetooth thingy in her ear. And she uh, has numbered everyone's tech cues, okay, one through whatever, one through 50. And she follows along on your script while you're performing. And then when your tech cue is supposed to be played, she into her mic says, play tech cue number five. And then someone in the back of the theater (laughs) who is not following along plays that numbered tech cue. No. Okay. No. Let me add something else for you. Uh, you cannot email your tech in. It has to be on a CD. Yep. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> or does. Or they can't get it into the old system. Oh, my God. If you go to JFL, just don't break tech. <laughs> <laughs> Mine did not get messed up. I had like three tech cues. They did not get messed up. Michael Hartney's tech cues did get messed up. Yes, I, um, I've heard him tell, uh, saying that on a podcast or something. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I did not bond with the other people who got in from other cities and stuff because we were all just insanely nervous like yes. backstage everyone was just reviewing their stuff there i truly wish i'd bonded a bit more with people okay but it was just so nerve-wracking i bet um 800 people 800 people that's insane is that the biggest audience you've ever performed for? luckily i had performed at like stand-up at like casinos and stuff <laughs> right, so right. i had seen big crowds okay. um but that's definitely the biggest ever Whew. that didn't make me Actually, being on stage, I felt fine. Really? Yes. Great. Um, I literally have goosebumps. I'm like, I was <laughs> I felt, shit. Ever. I was like, this I know how to do. Yeah. Um, and I had done that set a hundred times in a row. Um, good, good. So that show was great. It was just, God, the nerves of it. And then you do a smaller show after. You do like a little black box theater where it's like, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> this like, I can do. Yeah, I just have a little drink before. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was great. Everybody that was on it was super brilliant. And I ended up, one of the best parts of it too was um, Michael Hartney was my director on Characters Welcome at right. the time. 
Uh, and definitely I had felt very much like he's the director. I'm the performer. We're yeah. not like friends where we work together. Um, but I ended up spending like a day with him in Montreal, Aww. just like walking around and going to like a cafe and him becoming artistic director was announced that day. Oh so we gosh. just had this beautiful little bonding day. It was very, very nice. That's wonderful. I feel like that's when we became like more friends, sure. um, which I really liked. That's great. Yeah. But there's also like mandatory 1am partying. Mandatory. That, like, Sort of <laughs> like you're expected to go and mingle. Oh, yeah, you know sure. I mean? um, and I'm not a big I'm not a big drinker. I'm not a big yeah. staying out all that late person. But uh, yeah, so it's like not only you're nervous and you want to do well the next day, but you're up really, really late and you're partying and you're meeting all these like people. Wow. Um, I did get great things out of it, which is um, I had a manager at the time. But my agent, who wasn't my agent at the time, had been coming to my shows at UCB for about nine months wow. or so. Um, but at Paradigm, they're my agency. They work as like a team. It's like a bunch of people who work as a team. So they all have to agree to sign you. Sure. Uh, and he was the only one that had been coming. But he was like, I really, really like you. And Great. then as soon as they announced that I got JFL. So normally you go to JFL agency. They sign you as the hope. They announced that I was getting JFL. And then Paradigm was like, we will sign you immediately. Otherwise, you will go to JFL and you will get signed by someone else. That makes sense. Uh, so I got my agent out of it. And, get then it. and that's your legit. That is my legit Great. agent. Great. Uh, okay. Hello. You better uh, go, girl. <laughs> that's amazing. It's They're great. like a huge agency. I have a great agent. Oh, yeah. that's a fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. So I, they I, were like, I like my raps very much. Yeah. Good, good, good. Great. Um, And they snatched me up. And then post JFL, I got to have general meetings with a ton of people, a ton of networks and stuff like the cool. casting people at a lot of places, which was great. Great. And you um, just like chat with them and mingle. And they're like, great job. And you're like, yeah, it's you. more like you think it's going to be like a pitch meeting. And it's more just like find something fun to talk about and talk about it. <laughs> You're like, Toronto is great, right? <laughs> like, it's Montreal. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Still can't believe it. Um, <laughs> one of them Never I literally forget. just talked about this, like, flop Broadway show that UCB had sent out free tickets for called Getting the Band Back Together, which is this very Amazing. bad. I, I'm sorry to them. I'm sure they worked very hard, oh. but it was this very bad musical. <laughs> um, and the reviews of it were like pieces of art in themselves. They were like so mean. Okay. And I brought it up at the beginning of one of those general meetings. And then the woman I was meeting was like, I have them printed on my desk. No and so way. for an hour, all we did was read these reviews and laugh about them. And hilarious. I was like, that's better than talking about anything I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, you're like, let's do more of this. How's your cat doing? Like, yeah. let's just not talk about. But were you, did you go into JFL um, like with a specific goal in mind besides like uh, performing there? Like, did you want to like book something or do something? Or? I think some people there, um, like Chloe was on my round who then went to get onto SNL. Great. And her set very much felt like an SNL audition. Oh, wow. Looking back, I don't know if that's what I should have done, but I really just did what what I was doing at the time. Like I was doing heavily costumed, like big show characters. Like I did my big dry cleaner monster character, which is like eight feet tall. Yes. I did my burlesque dancer, which is like a whole routine. Ugh, love that I one. did a man from the cover of a romance novel where my <laughs> abs are out. My uh, actual <laughs> abs are out that I draw on. Uh, I just did like big, big costumed things. And I only did three things um, Great. because I was like, these pieces need a little longer. So I don't know what my, I don't think I went with a specific goal in mind. I think I was very surprised to get it my first time sure. auditioning for it. Um, and so I was like, I'm just going to go and do me and 
and hope they like it and it'll hopefully open some doors yeah and and like see what's up yeah yeah it is amazing like uh i didn't realize that that was your first time submitting yeah. Um, so it does sound like, honestly, whatever you do, you kind of just crush <laughs> like overall where it's like, if you try it, it's and not a good thing. <laughs> no, I think, I think it is. Oh, well, I think it's just a sign that like, you're good at this stuff. You know, it's like, it's not like people are honestly, this industry is the last industry to do you any favors. Like mm-hmm. no one's just going to give you something. Cause like <laughs> for the sake of giving it to you, yeah. like Jesus Christ, do we know that? So it's like, you really have to earn your shit. And so I think that's pretty amazing that you're sort of like, yeah, like it, whether it's not the first try, it's the second try. You know what I mean? Like for your character's welcome audition or whatever. And the first try you got an email saying like, that was great. You know, we'll consider I you. think I get, that's I think, great. yeah, I think I get, I think I get lucky. And I think I, I think I, I, I do well quickly on things, but I also like, I follow, I definitely more follow the things I'm good at. I'll try something and I'll be like, are people responding well? Then that's what I'm going to do now. Great. Like, as opposed to, I really want this thing and I'm not good at it. So I'm going to work really, really hard to get good at it, which Mm. I think is like an amazing skill to have. I generally am more like, yeah, am I good at this? Great. This is what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do that then. I'm doing this then. Great. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get online. Well, then I'm not doing it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Within a goodbye. Do you know what I mean? Which isn't the bad. Like, (laughs) no no it is the best because it makes the journey more enjoyable you know what i'm saying like you don't need to hit your head like over and over again at a table being like why like you know it's like sometimes you you can't square peg round hole it just a great way to think of it well yeah because it's like this this is already hard enough you know what i mean just like do the thing that sort of like naturally you're good at yeah and holy shit like the floodgates will open i feel like versus at least i know my journey with improv i suck at improv (laughs) i'm so bad at it i will bulldoze any scene you put me in and so and like i suck at listening <laughs> Just like, <laughs> never knew what beat we were on i was like what's a grip game like jesus christ um but like i wanted it so bad so i stuck with it longer than i should have and you know the, the you know the results show for it which is like i didn't nothing happened you know yeah so, i did though i did that a yeah. little bit i mean but again yeah i was getting like good notes in classes so i was like great great i'll keep doing it i'll keep yeah. doing it but yeah as soon as it was like <laughs> yeah, as soon as no were, i was like sorry what you're like, <laughs> what no ah, okay and now people ask me about improv and I'm like, n- like they have a <laughs> show for teachers at UCB where you can go do, it's like a teacher feature. Yeah. Whatever, and they're like, do you want to come? And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I will never. <laughs> I know. I literally got one email from a guy who was like, do you want to do this improv show? It's like, it's you know, Hell's Kitchen. At I was like, never. I don't. <laughs> it's like, you have the wrong email. Uh, I was like, if you want your set to be full trash, then sure. Um, I don't like watching it anymore. I, d- I hate, I hate, I don't like watching improv anymore. I don't like watching acapella anymore. Oh, really? All oh, these I things like that I did, it. I was like, mm, no, I don't want to watch it anymore. Can't do it. Oh, I like, I actually don't mind watching it when it's like with, when people are good. Cause I'm like, good for you. When it's great. Yeah. When it's yeah, great. Yeah. It yeah. Kind yeah. Of amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, indie, sh- I mean, whatever it was, I was there. I was doing bad shit too. But, um, anyway, Okay, so you did JFL and you were like, holy shit, da, da, da. did you ever, I mean, I gotta ask, SNL, is that something you want? Is it something? So I showcased for SNL. You after did? JFL. I forgot that oh, part. Hello. Okay, <laughs> you showcased for SNL because of JFL? Because of JFL, yes. So you got I tapped to showcase. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I to screen test. Showcase, different, different. So got showcase it. is like, showcase is they'll, they'll put up a few shows at a few different theaters where it's like, here's people we are interested in. Yes, yes, Let's yes, see yes. how they do live and then. If they really like you, they'll have you go screen test oh, with with Lauren. Lauren and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, heard of him, Lauren. Great. Lauren, <laughs> heard, of him. <laughs> heard of him. Uh, he's my dad. No, what? Okay. <laughs> he's my dad. Uh, <laughs> uh. But yeah, so after JFL, one of the SNL producers.
producers contacted my manager and he was like, I want Sarah to showcase for SNL and I want her to do exactly what she did at JFL. So it was like, talk about talk about a weight off my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. I was like, great. I'm not going to have to think about what to do for the next month or whatever. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, they asked me to showcase and I did. And I, I think I went, I either went first or last or something uh <laughs> and it went great i did these three things that i've been doing forever and you felt good um, i felt good and where and where was this it was at east? ucb east yeah. which was great because that's where i was performing at the time so Wonderful. i was like welcome to my house yeah, totally. uh you take a seat <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's pretty nerve-wracking it's like they they rope off one row right in the middle of the of the seats for all the snl people <gasps> and you really Is don't Lauren know who's there? gonna be there Does Lauren's not there no, no it's yeah. like i think it depends you know, the I other the writers come. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't look when it comes to famous people. I do not interact. Great. I'm like, I want to meet you when I have something worth talking about. Sure, if that sure. makes sense. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, yes. I'm not even looking who's there. <laughs> um, but yeah, did it. Felt great. Good. Felt fine. Um, and then didn't screen test. And I was like, yeah, totally. that stuff. I'm just like, th- there's so much. You're going to, there's so much rejection in this that like, I just can't even, I was like, I can't even think about it. Maybe next year. Sure. Uh, the one thing that did stink was I then spent the next year like generating all these other characters and trying to like work on impressions and stuff. Cause that's a big part of SNL. Um, and I just kind of in a cocky way assumed I'd get to showcase again the next year. And then I didn't showcase. Really? Like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Just didn't. Just and did, did anyone say why or they were just like not this year? No, or? it was like they tell they say who they want. Um, I mean, at the time, like I had my like woman with a tit out character was like, written up a few times. Love and it. Uh, I don't know if my musical I don't think my musical character had come out yet. No way. Because uh, that just happened. Yeah, that just happened. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that had come out and I felt like I was getting good like press and stuff. And so I just kind of assumed. And then, yeah, they say who they want. And then Michael gets to add, I think like a couple people and he added some like great, amazing people. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to get to do it Fuck. this year. That's interesting. 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 Um, so that kind of hurt a little, a little, but then also like Eric, who's my partner got right. to showcase who oh. like has never and totally deserved it. So it was like, it was a whole other level of enjoyment of like getting to go oh. and watch everyone and, you know, see other people and other people and characters like just see people who deserve, totally deserved it. Like yeah. get to do it. Um, so yeah, that's just how it goes. That's just how know? it goes. And sounds like you're really good at like sort of brushing it off your shoulders and like not carrying it with you and, yeah, you're you like now I be happy man yeah. you can you know you can die in your sleep <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> i can it tell you it happens um <sighs> yeah like i hate to uh i feel like i talk about this in every podcast i'm on but like <laughs> yeah like i i i started doing stand-up pretty much because when i was uh in college my friend who was like a year younger than me got hit by a bus and one? died oh um so just total freak accident like things things that you think only happen on tv uh and then yeah my dad goes and you know dies in his sleep out of totally out of totally nowhere like wasn't sick wasn't in the hospital kind of thing it really just like yeah it really just makes me like oh yeah i can't it sounds cheesy but i'm like yeah i just can't sweat anything like i have to just constantly remind myself to like be happy and <laughs> like i have so much i truly have so much right now like just getting to teach co- that's crazy that my day job is teaching comedy to people who like respect my opinion like that's crazy that's so beautiful and great and so yeah when that happened i was like well i'm disappointed <laughs> <laughs> just because i like assume i was like oh i have my five minutes to do but um 
yeah, at the same time, I was like, I don't know. I think this is one of the best times of my life, and I really just have to, like, enjoy that's where I'm at. And, yeah. God, that's a beautiful, beautiful mindset. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That helps me. You know? <laughs> it's like I you, mean, truly. Yeah, like, no, it's You really got good, like, and truly, like, listening to your podcast, um... I listened to like your episode with with Corinne Wells and I was just like, yeah, Cammy, you just have like a you have like the voice and personality for this. Like, I don't know if oh. you've done podcasts before this, but listening to it, I was like, oh, yeah, she's natural at this. Like, oh, this is going to be you. a really cool Aww, like what her. a cool thing you have. Well, thanks. <laughs> I just I mean, I feel like we all just curious little cats or right? like what, what makes you tick? <laughs> What's your brain about? Uh, I don't think I could do I don't think I could host you a podcast. Could. I think it's, no, I think it's a whole different. It's so funny earlier you were saying like you don't have the you said you didn't have the listening skills for improv but I think that's like the most important thing when you're hosting a podcast is knowing when to like knowing when to chime in and when to ask questions and when to be when to be quiet and same with being a guest you know as I feel like we're just like thinking of the next thing we want to say (laughs) also I'm also (laughs) (laughs) we're like yeah 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 yeah, also but like (laughs) will we come back to that because I have a really good story about that yeah yeah Um, well thank you that's very nice of you to say Um, what a cool thing you have oh well thanks 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 well thank you and you'll probably die in your sleep so enjoy it Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it happened Trust me. No, literally every time. Trust me. I'm, I'm pretty fucked up. Every time I go to bed, I'm like, good night. Hope I don't die. <laughs> <laughs> I can like, see that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is insane. You have to laugh because the other option sucks. Is, but is being scared all the um, time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you kind of touched on this a little bit um, when you were talking about like Eric showcasing and stuff and how proud yeah. you were of him. And um, I mean, if you want to talk about this, great. But if not, we can totally skip it. But um, how what is it like having a partner who is sort of chasing the same dream? And like you guys are pretty uh, intertwined in terms of like you're at least from the outside looking in. It feels like you co-teach workshops. You yeah. co-direct, you know, characters welcome. What is that like? Yeah, no, this will be great in two years when we break up to oh listen my to it. No, okay. <laughs> Sarah! I joke about that too much. No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> our lives are, are, one would say, too intertwined. Uh, we <laughs> yeah, we live together. We do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. We both are just uh, kind of 100% on characters. We're both just now kind of getting into pilots, writing pilots, okay. that sort of thing. Yes. That's we where you write a picture of a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, with the uniform and everything. With the uniform, in, yeah, in the, the words is very, yeah. Um, yeah, we do exactly, pretty much exactly the same thing. Uh, we have some stuff that we do do separately. He's like a very talented poet. Mm. Um, he's doing more like animation pilot writing. I'm doing more um, <laughs> live. <laughs> I don't know the verbiage. Uh, <laughs> live Live <love>. action. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we we live together we do the exact same thing we direct now two characters welcome teams together yes. we teach we've been teaching workshops uh two workshops every friday together for the last i want to say two years Jesus. um we have very similar friends <laughs> yes um <laughs> yeah yeah our lives are so intertwined <laughs> that should we break up uh it, it, i'd really have to pick up the pieces 
it's wonderful um it does feel very cool to be in like a quote-unquote like power couple yeah for sure for sure um it's very cool to come home and be like yeah the student brought this character in and it was like it was this was the game and i thought it maybe should be this and for me to be like oh what if it was that and Mm. for him to be like great i'll go tell them that's a great idea like it's definitely cool to be able to talk shop with the person that you're with um Mm -hmm. Most people definitely say like, well, it's so great. You got a character coach right in your apartment. And I'm like, no, 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 we did not. Uh, Because because let me tell you, I can take notes when they're from a friend. But when they're from a boyfriend, I'm like, what the hell do you mean by that? Really? Oh, (laughs) interesting. Sometimes we're good at it. Okay. But it's it's very hard, I think, in a relationship to... It's not that we can't take each other's notes. It's that we we tend to do the stuff that we hate that students do, which Mm. is like defending the choices we've made in a first draft, even though there's no need to do that. Yes. Um, To be like, oh, I like your pitch, except that what I was trying to do was that like uh, normally in that situation in a a coach student um, relationship, we'd be like, oh, cool. Great. Then don't do it. Yeah. But like even tone of voice in that interaction in a relationship is like, okay, I love your note, but did you have to say it like that? Or like, (laughs) well, don't don't take the note then, but like at least appreciate that I gave you the note. Like it really very quickly (laughs) becomes like, we can't do this. (laughs) This must stop. Oh, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're definitely, we're just still working on that. We definitely like, we definitely do pitch on each other's work like a lot of my I work mean, yeah. has, has his jokes in it um so yeah that, i mean that i get that because like how can you not it's like you're i mean you both love it so much it's like if yeah. it's right there you're like oh yeah i'm naturally inclined to join and collaborate and want to pitch in and yeah and he's the first person i would trust to know of course. my work he's brilliant and has been doing this even longer than i have well and as are you um, okay. thank you yes, yes. i think we elevate each other's work um There's definitely stuff I've had to get over to as far as like teaching together where I definitely have um, stuff ingrained in my head from an early age of just like I just think it's I think it's really interesting that like I remember being like 12 and being like boys are just better at stuff like I can be the best girl at things Mm. but boys are just better like not even consciously thinking that but just like there's the boy team which is the best and then there's the girl like so I think there's a part of me that like that's still in there somewhere where I'll have these feelings of like when I direct with Eric, I'll be like, does everyone respect Eric more than they respect me? Mm. Or like if Eric's not here this one day at workshop, are people disappointed? Which is crazy because oh, like yeah. I'm very successful at what I do. Yeah. Like <laughs> on your own terms, doing your own on thing. On my own terms by myself. Yeah, I'm very yeah. successful at what I do. And I know that I know how to know. I know that I'm a good teacher. But um, there is just this stuff ingrained in my head a bit where and I've had students say a couple things like I had one student say like um, when Eric wasn't there one time, they were like, "Ah, oh, shoot!" Because I really wanted him to. I really wanted some jokes pitched on this, and I was like, "Hi, Hi. hello, <laughs> I <will>. hello, <laughs> I direct characters. Welcome. <laughs> I went to JFL. Uh, <laughs> I went to JFL, which will feed those those thoughts that Ooh. make no sense. Um, but that's nothing on his part. He's no, great no. to co-teach with, but right. um, 
there's definitely stuff like that. And also, you you know, you have to work on this like you can't be uh, coupley in a working together situation. But right. sometimes I think you can also go too far in the other direction where it's like when you're teaching together and in a relationship, I think you need to treat each other like your best friend in the world. Yeah. Not like we don't know each other. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't be holding hands, but you also can't uh, like you also can't go too far in the other direction where it's like. I think for a while there, I was scared that people would feel weird being directed by a couple. Sure. Um, but that's just nonsense. That's like. all. <laughs> listen, it's like, ins- I'm like, yeah, I had those insecurities at one point with like, even working with like friends or like my partner now, where I was like, I don't know if we can write a sketch together that maybe won't go anywhere. But like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, it's fine. Uh, yeah. We can do this together. And like, that's like the most low stakes, whereas you're like actually doing shit and, um, and handling it but do you, do you ever have to set uh boundaries like if you're and by that I mean like if you're home and you're like okay like office hours are over and like this is yeah he <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we live in a <laughs> yeah he's gonna hate that I'm, I'm talking sorry, about this Eric. No, Look, it's you fine. know what Eric you could be on the podcast and share okay. your side of the he's story. the best he should um we live in a railroad so there are literally no doors in our <laughs> apartment okay so there's curtains <laughs> and let me tell you we need some doors um okay. As I'm very, I'm very traditionally like, I want to wake up. I want to have coffee together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to go to bed together at the same time. Yeah. Like an old buried couple. He's like, will wake up in the morning and he'll be like, I'll wake up and he'll be like in the kitchen on his laptop doing work. Really? And I have to stop myself from being like, oh, I kind of wish, I kind of wish we'd woken up together and then and then decided to which is like insane because it's like with what we do when you feel the urge to write like you have to follow it like I'm definitely not someone where it's like every day from 10 to 2 I'm writing like I I should be that way but I'm I when I have the urge to write I'm like everything else needs to go away and I just sit down I need to do this and follow like the urge yeah um so I'm definitely a bit more a bit worse at going off and doing office hours and he's very good at it. Mm. So yeah, it's been an adjustment to be like, just cause I'm around you 24 <laughs> seven. I have to leave you alone sometimes. <laughs> it's okay if you do your thing and I do my thing. Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. So yeah, our lives being so intertwined, I think we've definitely had to like, I've had to make sure like I have my own friends. I have things mm-hmm. I do without you. I have mm-hmm. my own projects, mm-hmm. um, which is so true. I mean, you do have like, you did that, uh, fucking, um series series i did which was amazing and that thank came you so out. much it was great um and then weren't you also you were a writer at above average i was i yes. was a resident above average for it was supposed to be a year and a half it ended up being four months well. thank you so much <laughs> um <laughs> it happens is that they does above average still no it, yep. they, now now they are just a production company i believe mm-hmm. um they were around for quite a bit and they had this uh group of very talented performers and they did like a mass layoff of them and then and then a while later they did this residency program which I applied to not thinking I had any chance Mm -hmm. um and I ended up I ended up they ended up calling me in and I had this interview where I was more confident than I've ever been in my life like pitching them ideas and I ended up getting it and it was like a huge self-esteem boost and Mm -hmm. yeah I was getting paid to write comedy from from nine to five it was that's amazing crazy it was like my first professional um comedy writing job uh i couldn't write anything i wanted there were like some parameters and stuff but yeah it was supposed to last a year and a half and then 
the person running it ended up getting a job at Comedy Central, and so yeah, everyone just got laid off again. Um, Fuck. The other residents, I think were, I think were, I mean, we were all pretty upset, but I was like, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> like this happened before. <laughs> yeah, like I get it. Like, oh, you're laying. Ev- well, you already laid everyone off, so yeah, this <laughs> makes sense. Uh, <laughs> again, I just roll with the damn punches. Let me tell you, I'm I like, I'm fired. It. Great. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm fired. Knew it. Moving on. <laughs> Um, well, it, so I, you go with the punches and based off of what you were just saying and sort of like, the, yeah, stuff you were saying earlier, um, I feel like you also, um, throw stuff at the wall. Like maybe it's mm-hmm. like, like you're not afraid to take a risk. Yeah. Um, it sounds like, and, and then if it doesn't work out, you can sort of be like, yeah, well, shittier things have happened. So yeah, you it. just got to make stuff. Like if anyone asks me what, um, like advice and comedy at all i'm just like make write a web series starring yourself find someone who does cinematography and doesn't get to work on creative stuff so we'll partner with you on it and just make something and put it out because that's how i got my manager is i uh had this idea to make a web series about bad casual sex i've had i pitched it to the cinematographer for that um TOS comedy group that I was in Alec Cohen who is now like my best friend Mm -hmm. uh, and he was like yeah I'll make it we made it we put it out it was by no means like excellent quality it was filmed on like a little camera in my bedroom Uh, I put it out my manager saw it and then he signed me and that's how I got like my first rep was just this little web series really so did you and you reached out to the manager to be like this no no oh he just saw it online me really because I did that whole thing where you put a headshot and a resume and an envelope and you send it out and I just don't think I just don't think that works oh you did that whole thing that process I did yeah I did Brooke and the Brooke and Mary class for commercial acting I I met with um Stuart Talent a couple times and they never signed me um and then yeah i put out that web series um michael delisle was in it Love him. and uh was repped by my manager so my manager called me offered to rep me weirdly he offered to rep me and then i got above average so i was like i actually don't need a manager right now because <laughs> this is a full-time job and yeah. then i got laid off and then i was like hi how are you welcome back <laughs> knock 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 and I he was, was like kidding. yeah i'll still sign you uh so he signed me to that and then because i signed with my manager uh Stuart talent wanted to essentially wanted to work with my man I think liked me but mostly mm. wanted to work with my manager so they signed me and okay. then and then my manager got me JFL which got me my agent so wow yeah it all started from putting that web series out it so all started from doing your own you just gotta make stuff, stuff for yourself you can't just audition for things that you probably don't even like all that much Ugh. you gotta you gotta write your own stuff and put yourself in it so where where is the fear where is the fear where does it go There's no fear <laughs> Where does it go? Because I'm not hearing it. <laughs> My mom it? says that all the time. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not like, very, I'm not very, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was a little scared with, I filmed a second season of it. Yes. Um, And then didn't put it out right away. It was much better quality. I made it with Alec again because my reps wanted to sell it to like a, a you know, Comedy Central or, yeah. or uh, a website of some kind. Um, And so they tried for like, two years and then they were like yeah no one's buying it so I don't know you can just put it out and by that point I was like I don't know how much the world needs this <laughs> anymore I was like this web series about this like straight white girls bad sex life I got oh. a little in my head about it I was like I don't know how 
how much people need this. So we ended up doing a very soft release because <laughs> people worked very hard on it. And I am very proud of it. Fucking season two. Yes. Um, it's great. Everyone watch it. It's very good. But I think once it's been two years since you've made something, you're sort of like, oh, I'm past that thing now. Mm. And I don't know that it's even what I want to say right now. So I, I softly released it. I put her out there. People, Some people watched it. It was very nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so that I say with the, was the, the only fear thing of like... Um, is this still relevant? Yeah, Does yeah, yeah. Does this still hold up? Like, right. But that's kind of the only thing. As far as, like, fear, like, yeah, I've just never, you know, like, one of my last characters was me was me being like, I want to be naked on stage. How can I? And everyone was like, that's so brave. It was so cool. And I was like, I was worried about whether the jokes would hit. <laughs> I could not care less whether my tit is out. Really? <laughs> could not care less. God, that's <laughs> incredible. That's seriously incredible. Yeah. Just freaking fearless out here <laughs> just being like, you know what? Fuck it. Do you like watching your stuff back? No, I hate that. You hate Absolutely that. So you, hate that yeah, yeah, you're like once it's done, like let and I people. black out on stage. So I truly am like, what am I doing yeah. this for? Just the the nervousness of. I mean, working on it is very nerve wracking. It is very stressful. Um, but yeah, I black out on stage and then I don't watch it back <laughs> after. So I'm like, who is this for? Um, <laughs> there is also yeah. a little bit of fear with uh that I think Eric and I have finally gotten over with being directors of Characters Welcome. We didn't produce new content for like half a year mm-hmm. because we were. Like, I can't fail. I can't put out a bad character because then people, we were already feeling like people might be thinking, who the hell do these two think they are directing this team? Mm, like imposter syndrome a little yes, bit. Yes, total yeah, yeah. imposter syndrome for yeah. a good a good six months. Sure. I think we've finally gotten over that, but yeah. Good. Well, you freaking should. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because um, everyone puts out bad stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, but also like, you're awesome. You know, it's like Jesus. And, like, it's great. Um, wow. Cool, cool, cool. And, um, in terms of your, uh, just into mindset stuff, cause we're sort of like touching on it a little bit. Yeah. Um, when you're having days that are like less than great or like you feel like you're not producing on the creative stuff or you feel like you're sort of like in a weird headspace or the ideas aren't flowing, like what do you do to sort of, you know, um, get yourself back up and you know yeah i mean i get i get uh uh i get depressed sometimes i'm on medication great i'm, I'm a little shout I'm out a little bupropion baby Hello. it's wellbutrin uh little well beauties yes. i heard they're called um <laughs> so i definitely have yeah i have down days i'm very bad at relaxing i'm very bad at um non-productive but enjoyable time um <laughs> Just I think because of what we do is it's like I could be I have no parameters for when I'm supposed to be working when I'm not supposed to be working. So any time spent not writing something feels like who the hell do you think you are? Interesting. <laughs> do you write relaxing right now? Um, no, I'm very I'm very all over the place. So what right. I've been trying to do, it's mostly those moments. It's never like I don't have an idea to write. It's more I don't feel like writing this idea. And that means I'm a piece of garbage. Yes. Um, so I'm really trying to be better about like letting myself have non-productive time. Good. Um, good, and realizing that even watching a show is like technically a part of what I do. So it's not necessarily wasted time and, uh, sitting down and doing an art project. It's like good for my health and brain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, just allowing. I'm trying to be better about allowing myself to f- feel okay with just relax with not being productive all wonderful. of the time. Good. Yeah. Um. In terms of uh, when you see yourself in the future, <laughs> do 
Gucci. Um, <laughs> and Defutu. Um, do you see yourself moving to Toronto? No. Um, do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you, um, yeah, like what's, what is in store for, for you? For moi? Yeah. What is in store for me? I mean, my, my, uh, my absolute goal, like my want is I'd really like to be, um, a really funny side character on a successful comedic TV show that runs for 10 years. Ugh. I would love that. Love. Not even the star. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a writer and I'm a, I'm a good writer, but uh, writing is so stressful. <laughs> it's that so I would stressful. not hate just being, <laughs> I would not hate just being a funny actor. Really? Great. I would not hate that truly one bit. Um, because uh, also this idea of your your uh, your joy and your passion becoming your job and becoming not fun anymore is definitely a little scary too. It's for sure. Um, but yeah, that's my main goal, and I really do want to start this band. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a band. Uh, I really do want to sing more. Um, uh, yes, yes. I I really do want to be. Yeah, I want to uh, uh, be, or I should say, continue to be, probably, so I don't get in trouble. A very healthy romantic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my big, those are my big goals as far as like the near future. I mean, I just uh, produced a 30 minute pilot that I wrote. Yeah. Um, that I am shopping around. Great. To try to sell. I would love to sell a show. That would be incredible. That would be. Money would be nice. Money would be nice. <laughs> a little bit. Paying off my credit card would be very nice. Yeah, I have very short-term girls. So I'm like, pay off your credit card, girl. <laughs> Relax a little. <laughs> money to like buy some nice art for your apartment, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, wow. Near future stuff. Eric and I are putting up a duo show that I'm pretty excited about. Um, you are? Yeah, February 24th. Okay. We're just now promoting this. February 24th, UCB Theater, 6 p.m., we are putting up a uh, duo character show. Okay, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, it should be fun. What is it? What is the premise? It's called Animals and Objects, and it's a world where uh, animals and objects have sentience oh. and live among people. Fucking. So it's all of our animal and object characters. Oh, great! Oh, yeah. it's it's both of your characters. Yeah. Are, are you both. individually performing them? It'll be both. It'll be a, a couple of our solo characters, and then we'll be doing uh, some of them as blackouts Love. that interact with our interstitial videos, our interstitial narrative, and then we'll be doing a uh, duo character. That's what's up. Uh, yeah. Holy it'll be shit. It'll be fun. And then, yeah, I, I produced this pilot called... Can I just promote? I'm yeah, here promote. I have an agenda. <laughs> no, promote, promote. Do it, do it. Yes, yes, pilot. Uh, I just produced this pilot called Forgotten Animals about... Uh, uh, I wrote it with Jesse Jollis yes. a year or two ago, and uh, we shopped it around and, and uh, had a couple close calls and then didn't work out. So we were like, we're just going to make this ourselves because let me tell you, make your own stuff. Do no it. one will make it for you. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're lucky uh, it's called Forgotten Animals about five women who work at a non-profit for quote unquote ugly animals uh, <laughs> our villain in the uh, pilot is um, a woman who runs the ASPCCA which is the Association for the Prevention of Cruelty Against Cute Animals oh. uh, it's an ensemble comedy filled with just the funniest woman ever, uh, Madeline DeFries, uh, 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 Claire Burns, Jesse Jollis, Nicole Yanetti, uh, uh, Ann Carr, Leslie Mizell, myself. Uh, Jesse and I both both act in it, both star in it. Mm. 
Dream direct it. It was just, it was such a huge challenge. We spent $12,000 before we had $12,000, <laughs> which is the most terrifying that experience. Is so scary. Of my life. Yes. Um, I had, I got heart palpitations <laughs> for three weeks. I literally made a cardio appointment. Three and weeks? went for three weeks. I had an extra hard heartbeat four times a day. And I was oh. like, I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. stressful. We shot for seven days. Biggest thing I've ever shot. Jesus. Um, uh, but we finished. We shot it. Great. We exceeded our goal on Seed and Spark, which is where we fundraised for it. Wonderful. Uh, we tried to raise $11,000. We raised $12,000. Hello. Um, today, actually, when this airs, <gasps> will be the last day of the fundraiser. Ah! And we did go over budget. So, <laughs> <laughs> so don't be shy. So if you still want to <laughs> contribute, if you go to Seed and Spark and look up Forgotten Animals Pilot, uh, it's also on my Instagram is a link in my Instagram at Sarah Smaller Parsons. If you feel like donating, go ahead. And we will be having a second fundraiser for editing because, honey, that's expensive. <laughs> and it's yes. And it's a whole like art form on its own. Yeah. And it's a whole thing. Or yeah. like follow us on Instagram at Forgotten Animals Series to get updates. So you can see it when it comes out. But. Yeah, it's those are my big projects right now. Holy shit. Yeah. It's so funny hearing you be like, yeah, my dream is like to be an actress in an ensemble, but also <laughs> I've written and produced 50 <laughs> things. Like, it's just like, I feel like there's this, um, there's like this dissonance between like what you're doing and yes. like, because maybe it's, it's a way of like, not uh, like setting your expectations in a way that's like realistic and you're like, okay, like you know being an actor on an ensemble comedy sounds great but it's like your drive is I feel like I feel like it's more than that like I feel like you're gonna be like a Phoebe Waller bridge where you're just oh. like writing and producing and doing all the things and starring in it people and, do say know? that to me I think that's just yeah. scary that's just a really scary but you're like <laughs> already sounds like so much work but I'm already you're doing it <laughs> you're literally only doing I that. know but I know but I know it's hard to think yeah. about and like obviously people have a clearer it's hard to self-evaluate it's the hardest thing to do to like look outside yourself, you know? I so think, yeah, really what I, yeah. And really if, if, if I wanted to just be an actor, like I should really be taking some acting <laughs> classes. <laughs> You're a great performer. Thank you actor. so much. Yeah. But you know, I go into some of these auditions for like, uh, if you, I don't know if do you go on a lot of a dramatic auditions. No. Every single one I've ever gone on, you, I am required to burst into tears. <laughs> oh, yeah. Law and Order SVU, Blue Bloods, all uh, that stuff. It'll be like, great. This is a woman at her breaking point. Oh she's just discovered God. her mother's dead body and she's crying. Jesus. And uh, let me tell you, sometimes I go in and it happens. And <laughs> it, sometimes I go in and it don't happen. So. <laughs> and she not crying. I don't cry. And she not crying. Um, well, honestly, screw them for writing parts where women only cry. You know what I mean? Like, fuck Every that. dramatic part I go in for. Um, uh, oh, a woman, she cries. Um, but yeah, it's a man. He it's punches like the wall. <laughs> we we know that. Yeah, I wonder if my goal really is to just be a side funny character on a pilot, or if that's me. Um, it's that that's my fear of success, and and uh, maybe you know what I mean. I who mean, knows? maybe because I feel like uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, both sound great. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's no right or wrong. It's just interesting that I feel like the actions you are taking now are definitely like just way more multi hyphenated. Well, no one's gonna do like, it for me. Is the thing like, correct? I mean, that is. Literally true. Truly. Um, I didn't even start getting good at, uh, like, I'm now booking some commercials. I didn't start booking commercials until I stopped caring whether I booked the commercial. Girl, I'll tell you what. When you're first going in there and you're I, like, <laughs> they can smell it on you. <laughs> like <laughs> I wore a light blue jumpsuit. And by the time I got in the room, that jumpsuit was dark blue. <laughs> 
And I tell you what, I did very bad in that audition. Because uh, it's true. You just care so much. And you're like, I want to be good. I want to be funny. I want to be talented. And then as soon as you let that go, the world's like, what up? Literally, when you walk in, you're like, hey. And they're like, I like her. She's <laughs> just chill. <laughs> She's chill. Or even being happen. on a panel at, at UCB. If you just like people who come in and are just like, hey, and are just like calm. It's yeah. like every muscle in my body relaxes. And I'm like, OK, cool. You're just going to show me what you do. Yes. Because you're just as worried. Probably you're just like, oh, my God. Like, oh, I yeah. hope they're, you know, you do great. You know? Oh, yeah. A little secret. Your <laughs> <laughs> the people on your panel are are nervous about how the other people on the panel feel about them. <laughs> Your teachers are all nervous about how good of teachers they are <laughs> and if they're giving good enough notes. Like, sure. literally, everyone's just worrying about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, I hope this person like, does well because I coach them for, you know. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, so true. You never think yeah. about that. You never think about that. Every, 100%. Everybody worried about themselves. Every No one cares what you're wearing or how well you're doing. <sighs> they're just worried about <laughs> themselves. I mean, Jesus Christ. Isn't that the truth? And it's, like, so nice to know that. Yeah. Um. Okay, I have uh, one of our, you know, we're coming up on an hour Are 30 so this might be <laughs> how long is it supposed to be uh, there's no there's no time oh, constraint it just sort of goes yeah Great. there's a flow uh, this might be the one of the longest we've ones, really so. been talking <laughs> i feel like we touched on truly everything and i'm yeah. sure there's more but um so as we're as we're nearing the end though um one of the questions i'd like to ask folks is for and you gave some tips and advice um earlier too but um for people who are starting who want to be a creative and our little dreamers out there, they're like, I want to do stuff, but they don't know how to start. And they don't know, like, especially financially in New York, how to support yourself while you do the thing. Mm. Do you have any advice for people? How to get started and support yourself. So definitely, definitely making writing. If it's if that's what you want to do, writing a web series starring yourself that has something to do with what you want to say, I just think is incredibly invaluable. It can look like shit. You can do it on an iPhone. The only thing that matters is sound. <laughs> that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, just making stuff for cheap. I mean, the, like an online audience is so much bigger than like one indie show. Um, how to support yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I had that office job and it just, it becomes your life. It You start to care about shit that you do not care about. It's mm-hmm. so hard to have a full-time have a full-time office job and also be a performer get fired is really good advice i think because i got fired (laughs) i got fired from a full-time job i was out for three years therefore i got the max unemployment and i (laughs) went on employment for six months which at the time i lived in an apartment i think i was paying like under six hundred dollars in rent it literally paid my rent there you go uh i was able to just create stuff full-time which is insane um i did a lot of like paid audience work (laughs) Which someone told me about for like AOL build and um, uh, who's that chef? Who's that famous chef? Uh, Gordon Ramsay? No. The other Um, one. Gordon (laughs) Ramsay? The one that is the battles, the cooking battles. Gordon oh. Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> is it uh, Gordon Ramsay? I think it's called On Set Productions. You can get paid like $70 to like be an audience member for two hours and you can like have your laptop with you and work on stuff. That sounds great. It's money. It's money. It's money. So it's basically just like work it out and see. And live in a really shitty room. <laughs> live in a shitty room. I lived in a little shoebox with mold in the bathroom and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the I'm the best person for how to, again, I'm like I have like ten thousand dollars of credit card debt. 
yeah. Not a good. When you start booking commercials, people really think you have money. Uh, they do. <laughs> they do. They're very like very common misconception. And it's not that much money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I like to be. I like to be very uh, transparent about how much money we make, especially like, you know, ladies. I think we should like talk about it. Sure, sure, sure. So like, I did a, I did an Amex commercial. I got paid all in all, I think like fourteen thousand dollars, which is crazy. It's more money than I've ever had in my life. Sure. However. 3000 went to SAG to join. 3000 went to my reps for their fee. 3000 went to taxes. So essentially I made $5,000 yep. and I was $15,000 of credit card debt. So I didn't have any money in it. <laughs> so it turns out after two months of rent, you're... So everyone's like balling and I'm like, not so much. Not so much, <laughs> Turns out. Um, it's interesting too because you're getting paid for, uh, for, you know, my family was like, wow, for one day of work. And I'm like, well, uh, I also went to 50 auditions. Uh, that's what it is. Which though. takes three hours each time. Yes. An hour to get there, an hour to wait there, an hour to get home. Yes. Um, so that's really what you're being paid for. All of the time that you're not paid Yes, it's actually all those hours you put in for the casting directors to get to know you. That's right. And to know who you are um, and for your agent to start sending you on good stuff because you've gotten some callbacks and now they'll send you on the good stuff. Like it's all right. It's a, just a ton of work. It's a ton of work. Yeah. Um, are you proud of yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very proud of myself. Good. Yeah. You I feel be. good. I had some really bad. I had some really bad periods. I'm like uh really depressed like not leave your bed periods when i was in new york when i was single when i yeah i had some bad times and now i feel like um yeah i feel like i i also feel better than i've ever i I just turned 30 this year and i feel i feel um i have higher self-esteem uh i feel more attractive than i've like ever felt in my entire life great yeah i feel like i know who i am a little bit more excellent yeah. Do you feel really good. That's excellent. <laughs> no, I'm glad because you definitely should be. I feel ah, like you're out here you. doing stuff that's incredible to watch and thanks, like you and too. Yeah. Oh, pff, thanks. But <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, seriously, it's amazing to see um you just like, you know, be on this trajectory and at the same time being successful on your own while also like cultivating a community and giving back and helping. Oh, other do you people. know what my, do you know what my other big piece of advice is? Um, uh, lift other people up and se- really, really celebrate other people's successes and, um, uh, yeah, help each other out with projects like PA for people for free, do all that stuff because eventually those are the people that are going to get jobs and yes. then they're going to lift you up as well. And that's, you know what I mean? Like writing jobs and stuff, they just pull people they know. So like, if somebody gets something like don't don't feel bad about yourself feel like happy for them because they're gonna remember you and know that you were great to work with and pull you up with them and that's that's a big one that is a huge one huge. that is a huge one because we're all we're all at the end of the day someone can help you yeah get something and also just like don't be a dick like don't be a dick <laughs> <laughs> just like fuck off like no one wants to work with someone that's like that so yeah. like just be nice and I mean be nice for the sake of being nice but also yeah. be nice because you might have to work. That person might be your boss one day. Or so. truly, or yeah, might might be like, I know someone to be great for this job. This yeah. person yeah, who absolutely. helped me out at this point. Yeah. 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 So many people lent. Making my pilot was uh, 80% lent time. Wonderful. People lending seven days of their lives or more. I'm not surprised because I feel like when people are excited about an idea, mm. you rally. Mm-hmm. Like think about the time. Like if someone 
sends me something that I'm so passionate about. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you pay me or not. Truly. I love this. If like, it's good material. Oof. Oh, I tell you what. And, and then now I owe them. I owe them my life. If they call on me, they shall have me. They shall have me. Yeah, right. You're like, here, I'll do whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that's how you get stuff made with no money. <laughs> <laughs> Write a really good thing. Get people inspired by it. No small feet, but go for it. Um, wow, Sarah, thank you so freaking much you. for doing this. Any like last words? Like, did you want to talk about something we didn't talk about? Or no, not really. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Follow my pilot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fo- you know, follow me on Instagram, Sarah Small Parsons. Friend me on Facebook. <laughs> Go see my pilot, Forgotten Animals on Seed and Spark. Give us a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Give us one dollar. Or just follow us because uh, we put like a cool community on there that um, we'll send updates and stuff to. And this is a pilot that like we're not we're not trying to get it in festivals and stuff. We're, we're both kind of sick of like filming, you know, being in pilots and stuff and then you never see them because they're like kind of with my second season of my series. It's like you're trying to sell them to somebody and then no one sees them. We're just going to put it out. We're just fully going to put it out. Great. Because we want to see it. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's an all-female pilot. It's only it's only women in the pilot. Hello, women. Because um, uh, we just wanted to, yeah, we wanted to give as many parts to female-identifying people as possible. And we wrote every single part is a part that we wrote um, that we would want to play. So that our goal was, like, by the end, uh, we should not, we should have a really hard time choosing which character we want to play in the pilot. Wonderful. That's um, a great goal. Right? Yeah. And just, uh, you know. Be kind to one another. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You heard it. Serious Small with Don't give up. 2020. Be 2020. kind to each other. Donate to her frickin' pilot slash campaign. Um, Listen wow. to every episode of this, <laughs> this podcast because it's very good. Oh, thanks, Sarah. Um, wow. See ya. Bye-bye. Sarah Smallwood Parsons, everybody. I mean, Jesus. What a frickin' dream. She's a self-starter. She's fearless. She supports and lifts other creatives up. She's a hard worker and she's freaking hilarious. I mean, Jesus, try to keep up. I dare you. Um, you can follow uh, Sarah on Twitter. She's at Sarah S. Parsons. Uh, she's on Instagram at Sarah Smallwood Parsons. She has a website, sarahsmallwoodparsons.com. And it is the last day to donate to her pilot, Forgotten Animals. They have a Seed and Spark campaign running. So if you're feeling generous uh, and you want to give back, uh, go ahead and donate to their pilot. It's going to be great. They've shot it. It was uh, amazing. You heard it on the podcast. So can't wait to support that and see and see it. Um, great. Uh, you can follow How Do You Hustle with Cami Dimitrova on iTunes, on Spotify, on other platforms. Um, it is a weekly podcast. New episodes come out every Monday. Share, share, share. Like, like, like. Yada, yada, yada. Um, thanks so much for listening. All right. Have a great week. Bye.